0: Have you ever felt like there isn't enough time in the day, or like you don't have time to take care of your well-being and build your dream? Or maybe you felt like it's impossible for you to go to work and still build that business that you envision at the same time. Well, so have we. And this is why we decided to make this podcast. This podcast is not just for PTs, OTs, MDs, or RNs. It's for everyone in healthcare. Our mission is to inspire you to make healthcare a better place and to build your business or brand through stories and real life examples of some of the top leaders and entrepreneurs in healthcare. There's no better time than now. Welcome to Off the Clock, the Healthcare Entrepreneurs Podcast. Welcome to another edition of Off the Clock, the Healthcare Entrepreneur Podcast. As always, guys, I am your cohort, Mr. Carl Bourne Jr., and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Mr. Paulo Cheng. Paul, say what's up to the people. What's up, people? Hey, and people, today, oh man, this is going to be a great episode. I can already feel it. Today, we have a guru. We have the guru, <laughs> we have the guru,
1: the guru. I don't know about all that.
0: <laughs> the one of the one of the brightest minds in marketing, man. We have a uh, Mr. Jordan Mather here. That's that's gonna drop some gems and and some really good knowledge just in terms of marketing for you guys. So this is this is a, a great episode. Let's get it out. Listen to it two times, three times. I'm sure there's something that you probably missed the first time you listened to it. But without further ado, guys, Jordan Mather. Jordan, thanks so much for joining us, man. We appreciate it. We know you're busy. Thank you.
1: Hey guys, it's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for thinking of thinking of me. Uh, I think the concept around this podcast is fantastic. So I'm happy to contribute and help in any way possible. So thanks for having me.
2: Yeah, man. Of course, of course. I want to introduce Jordan real quick too, as well. Um, Jordan he just mentioned we apparently had our first conversation a year and a half ago and it's crazy how the time has flown but like to me Jordan represents somebody who I got on a call with and I just basically laid out like all the issues I was having in my business and I was like the world is burning I don't know what I'm doing I'm drowning and he honestly gave me direction um one of the things I think, and I think this is important to mention now um I remember like one of the very things I was talking about was that book, and the telling a story
1: is uh it- building a story brand building a
2: story brand there we go, and I just remember like one of the concepts that you shared with me, and it it's flown into like everything I literally everything I do now is how you were talking about just how being able to take one section, read that, and then like go apply it and just work out on that and so like. Know a lot of the success in the business, honestly, I owe it to you, just because the things I've been able to do, the direction, the focus. Oh, the focus. But I say all this to say that, in a matter of one conversation, this man literally changed the trajectory of like what was happening in my personal business. And so, like to to say that he's a guru, like it's no light like, comment. But at the same time, this is not something that happened overnight. You guys are gonna hear how like my man's been grinding since he was nineteen. And over the last few years, like he has done things, and it's almost like over the last what is it, six, seven months now, you've had like your business take off.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> skyrocket.
2: But what people don't tend to see, and like especially as an entrepreneur, right? What people tend to see is just that skyrocketing portion. They tend to see only how things are like going really, really well, and then they don't actually have the other side of it. And two the other part of it is when it comes to like even putting yourself and your business in a position to skyrocket and to blow up and succeed. Um, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of learning. And honestly that's why people pay for like masterminds and groups and coaching. Um, but for you, you took the time to learn it. Right. So a lot of people won't even have the push to learn.
1: Have to, it took, right? it took years, man. Um, right definitely uh, wasn't stuff that I learned from school, but things that I had to learn just to, you know, keep food in my fridge and be able to pay rent. Uh, So that's a pretty strong driving force to figure stuff out when pretty much your entire life is riding on you, figuring it out.
2: And like, that's exactly where I want to start actually. Um, Just cause we're going to be super, super, I promise you, we're going to be so informal. It's going to blow your mind. But before we even do that, like, I really want us to touch on who you were and create that base because where I want this conversation to go is based on like, if people understand what you had to do and like, when you started facing the battles where you're like, bro, I got to eat, I got to pay rent, like things are happening and how you push past that because that's the point where people give up. Yeah. Most entrepreneurs, what what is it? Most businesses don't last past a year.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Like 90%. Right, ninety percent, and then like another like sixty percent of those ninety percent, uh, or of that ten percent, drop off before the next, you know, six months after that. Insane,
2: but you are—you found a way to like persevere and grow. So let's start with like Jordan at nineteen, right? You're building business number one. What's <laughs> going through your mind and
1: why? Why are you building a business? To me, it was always about freedom. So I mean, I've been like entrepreneurial like my whole life. I just didn't know it. Like, when I was little, uh, like, I sold lemonade and Kool-Aid. But I realized that only only so many cars drove by my house. And I was, like, limited by how much I could make. And that was my money that I was going to buy some Yu-Gi-Oh cards with. And I needed my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Mm -hmm. So um, I I found out because I went across the street and rang my neighbor's doorbell. And uh, he bought, like, six cups of lemonade, like, right away. And that's when I realized, like, if I go door to door, no one can say no to a little kid. So I went up and down my entire block made a ton of money because every single person's not going to say no to a little kid hustling lemonade door to door. And then that's like, so I, I mean, I did stuff like that throughout my whole life, but when I was 19, that was when things got like really, really serious. Um, cause my whole life, um, uh, my parents were kind of like slaves to their work. Like I didn't even know my dad for like the first 10 years of my life. Cause he worked opposite shifts to me. And, um, my mom didn't make a lot of money. She was like a lifeguard. So my whole life, like, my parents were just constantly, constantly working, working, working just so me and my brothers could have some stuff because they both came from really uh, poor backgrounds. Me and my dad lived with 12 siblings and like uh, like all of them slept in a room no bigger than this office, like 12 siblings. Um, so and I just, I didn't want that. Like all my friends had were really close with their families. They all did these family trips that we never got to go on. And so I knew from a young age it was like, that's not going to be me. And I don't want Cause I knew my parents worked hard, really hard and they're really good at what they did, but all their jobs always kind of just treated them like they were, you know, expendable and I refused to ever put my life in someone else's hands like that. So I was going to do whatever it took to make sure that never happened. So that's kind of like what pushed me down and got me started uh, with my first business.
2: I want to, I want to point something out right there. Besides the fact that you discovered door to door sales is (laughs) it, um, the thing that really hit home for me right there is just the fact like your why. So a lot of entrepreneurs and I think a lot of people that listen to this podcast too, one, they're starting businesses because they want that freedom. And two, their why tends to vary, but it always like comes around that either something that you did not have as a child and I think I don't remember, I think it was on blackish. I was watching an episode and I was like, why why does Dre have so many shoes? But Either like as kids when we see like the life we had growing up and we tell ourselves at some point as in like there comes a fork in the order you're like either I'm gonna continue to have that path that I came from or I'm gonna completely forge something, right? And the sucky part, the unfair part of life is when we choose to go the opposite direction from what we came from, things tend to get like worse, harder, hurt more, get broker. So how did you start to like overcome that? grind?
1: I got, I got lucky. And if anyone who's listening to this, you're a student, you're lucky because um, there's a lot of resources out there that students can leverage. So I think the moment that it became real for me, because it started out with just me and Max, just whiteboarding out like app concepts. And we're both in computer science. So, you know, we'd be building out. He was years ahead of where I was, but I was like helping, helping. And, and then we entered a the entrepreneurship program on our campus and they had a business pitch contest and we entered that and i think that contest i ended up winning it and got a check for 10 g's with a giant check and that was when it was like holy crap and so uh so that's when it became real and once uh that first check hit then it was like okay now i got people counting on me like if i don't follow through and make this thing happen I'm going to look like a failure. At least this, this isn't how it is in reality, but how it is in entrepreneurs' heads and how it was in my head. It was like, I'm going to look like the biggest loser. I'm going to let everybody down if I don't make this thing happen. So once I hit, once I got that money, that's when it was like every day of my life I'm doing this. And yeah, that's probably the first thing where it was the first time that got me to push through it. Just having other people count on me.
0: Wow. That's crazy to think about, you know, because I'm sure now for you, it's like, like 10,000, you know, that's, that's, that's nothing, you know, like <laughs> in terms of like your goals and what you have, you know, ahead of you. And I think a lot of people, what happens is they tend to kind of get like this tunnel vision in terms of short-term goals. And once they're able to reach that certain amount of of money or or they get their first big break, so to speak, you know, they 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 may kind of let it throw them off, you know, their equilibrium because right. it's like I've never I've never been exposed to this lump sum of money, you know, at, at one point of time. And I think I think what a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with at that point as well is, OK, I did this once. So that means I can probably do this again. But how do I do this again in 10 exit, you know? Right. So for you, how do you think once you were able to to, to get that, that, that first, like, you know, little bit of, of success, like, oh, shoot, like, like, we got something here, you right. know, how do you think you were able to kind of tweak things and, and and figure out a way to make sure that you could go beyond just the 10K? you know, and you could start shooting for, for, for higher goals and, and, and higher like uh, numbers in terms of, of your your business.
1: That's a really, really good question. And this is um, something that it it takes time uh, to learn. It's like, it's all these things are always around you, but you have to like be looking for like every single win that you get is literally a ladder because you can use every single win as an opportunity to create another opportunity to get another win. So when I won that first contest, I realized immediately that there's a lot of other organizations that I could win money from through pitch contests. Cause I was in school that was like, I won 10, 10 grand from a pitch contest. I'm going to do like a hundred of these. And I did, but I used that first win to get myself into other, into other contests. I also used it to get myself into the first clinics that I wanted to, you know, basically run case studies with an interview to figure out like, okay, how should we like configure this to make it map? your protocols, and your what you guys are doing in the clinic. So every single tiny win that I got, I milked every single thing out of it that I possibly could. And I think that's something that a lot of people miss out on. Like, they get that big win, and then they ride that high until they just sink and hit the ground, and then they have to find a way to get all the momentum again. And so most companies, I think, they start out really hot because they're really excited, and their enthusiasm is enough to get other people pretty hype about it and they get that first win, but then they don't know what to do with it. And what everyone needs to do is as soon as you get that first win, you need to figure out like what resources are around you that provided that first win. So if you made your first sale, or if you won some funding for your business, you have to start looking at the parties that were involved with there and find out what resources they have, because they pretty much just invested in you and therefore they need you to be around and they need you to keep succeeding and they always have resources you just have to go out and ask for them uh, most people just don't ask and they just wait and hope that another w comes around and that is never the case it never comes around you always have to you always have to ask and make sure that you're leaving no stone left unturned
0: yeah i think that's that's a, a you made a lot of really good points there and one th- one thing that i that i wanted to ask you as well because i think and this this kind of sprung into my head from a conversation that i was hearing when i was at the barber shop recently and they were talking about tony robbins and they talked about the fact like oh tony robbins you know he's just he's just manipulating people in- into thinking like he can help them make more money and like i guess sure people make more money and it kind of brought up this debate about if conferences, you know, and going to seminars and things like that really help your business or, or, mm-hmm. or really help you as an entrepreneur. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs also struggle with that because they're like, okay, I can go to this conference and it's going to be $1,000, $2,000. Right. But am I really going to see anything come out of that? And I just was kind of interested, you know, to know what your take is on that. Have you, are, are you someone who actively likes to invest in seminars and businesses to, you know, make yourself better and mm-hmm. just talk to us a little bit about how you, you know, as you continue to level up, how you're continuing also to make sure that you're just really developing yourself and, and right. making, you know, cause you talk about resources, you know, just kind of like some of the resources and. And outlets that you use to help you to continue to grow in, 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 in your life as an entrepreneur?
1: Right, and uh, that, that's a really good question. There's a lot to unpack there, but the way, the way, direction I want to take it is, my, my favorite poster, you can't see it because uh, it's pretty much screwed into the wall, um, but it's, the only way to win is to learn faster than everyone else, and that is 100% true. You need to constantly be surrounding yourself with new ideas and always be feeding your imagination and constantly be putting yourself around people that are better than you. Like if you're the smartest person in the room or you find yourself always being the one providing advice, like you're losing because there's someone else in a different room surrounded by people way smarter than them. So I think going to conferences are extremely important. Just between over the last two years, we've spent almost a hundred grand just on courses and events. Just because we know it's the only way to stay on top and to learn and grow faster than everyone else is be the first one to have access to information that you could spread to other people. So going to things like the 10X conference or Funnel Hacking Live, all of these things, there's a time and a place for them, but they're still extremely, extremely important to a point. You have to Once you get to a certain level, then you can decide whether or not it's a good time for you. So for instance, Funnel Hacking Live changed my entire life. I spent every single cent that I had to go literally I, I picked pictures of my bank account and I knew to take those. Cause I knew for a fact, I'm not going to be broke for long because I'm going to find out. I had no idea how, but I just knew I was, was going to, because I was literally willing to be broke and not eat food until I figured it out. So I knew I was going to get there. So I went and that's where I met GT. That's where I met Alex and Will. And because I met them, they gave me the confidence I needed to quit the job that I was working in, which was a dream job, by the way. It was working with guys that I admired and looked up to. They're like heroes of mine. But at the end of the day, I wasn't even getting close to where I wanted to be. So they gave me the courage to step away, start my own business. And none of that stuff would have happened or or go off and start my own agency aside from this other group that I was working with. And without them, that that wouldn't have happened. And that was just some crazy coincidence that all that stuff went down. So there's things that you can't possibly know are going to happen. You kind of got to let, let the universe kind of take the wheel and do these things sometimes just on a whim because you never know what's going to happen. The next part about it is some of these things aren't always about what you're going to learn. The only way to get through entrepreneurship, starting a business is just you got to find a way to get over all the like really difficult stuff about this. And going to these kind of events, they hype you up with giant hype trains. And going to them can get you through easily the next six months of just hard grinding against the pavement, figuring it out kind of work. You need to do whatever you need to do to keep your mindset positive. Because honestly, the only difference between people that make it and the people that quit most of the time is just a crazy, like pretty much like ignorant sense of like, it's going to work out at some point. You know what I mean? Like, you got to be a little crazy and just be like, it's it's going to work out even though the odds are against you. And those kind of conferences are the things that can help you help you do that. Now, let
2: me, let me hit a point with that too. Like when it comes to the conferences and like attending, I think a lot of people tend to take it for granted where they don't realize what it does, because sometimes like for me, I'll say maybe four out of five of the conferences that I have attended were more so about, I just need excitement. I just need like to be around the hype. I just need to be around a place where I know as soon as I leave, I'm going to be like stoked and filled with enough energy for the next three, four months, till the next one, you know? And so let me ask you this, like, how do you, how do you put yourself in a position, right? Cause we like to teach a little bit around these parts. <laughs> how do you put yourself in a position to even like function at that high of a level? Because I think as entrepreneurs, like, how did you say it? Like, it sucks every time I come home from a conference, not because I'm home, but because I'm not around that anymore. So now I feel like I'm literally fighting tooth and nail to find that exact amount of like pushing fervor and like freedom to be who I want to be. So how do you put yourself like as an entrepreneur? And then we're going to start talking about marketing. Right. How do you you put have yourself to in a position to like, even be at a, such a high functioning level because so many people fail at it you know we lie to ourselves and say that I'm doing great but really no you're not how do you put yourself in that position
1: one you have to you have to find people um, that can pull you out of your head because I think more so than basically any other profession like we the mental like fortitude that you have to have in order to survive this game is it's almost impossible to get through all of it unless you have people that get it and are doing it alongside you that's another part why these conferences are so important. You got to realize that there's a lot of people going through the exact same crap you are. And you start to realize that the people that you idolize, the people that already made it, they're like, Holy crap, just six months ago, they're in the exact same position I was in. And then that, that's kind of the motivation where it's like, that's going to push you through uh, the stuff that you got to get through. And then um, the, to your second point of like, how do you, how are you able to kind of look at your own situation? And even though you're in a really bad situation, kind of believe that, you're going to get through it. Is that, is that what you're asking? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Part of it is just blind freaking faith in what you're doing. Part of it. The other part of it is just knowing exactly what it is that you want so that you know what you're working towards. Entrepreneurs are momentum based beings. Like that is our addiction. Like when we feel the momentum, we're riding the roller coaster. As soon as that momentum slows down, our lives are ending. We're hung. (laughs) We're not making money and we're stressed the hell out. So basically you have to be able to picture exactly what it is that you're shooting for. And you have to break down like what we did was we figure out, okay, where exactly do we want to be at the end of this month, break it down by weeks. So that even though today I might not have made a ton of money, I can see that I checked these things off and I'm this much closer to being where I got to go. Like everyone wants like entrepreneurship to be like super sexy and flurry and like just quick hockey, like hockey curve. And that's just not the case. But entrepreneurs, really is the only way to be successful with it and my favorite analogy that I've heard for it is chopping wood like you think it's going to be this, this super sexy crazy tactic or something that just skyrockets when in reality all successful entrepreneurship is uh, all successful entrepreneurs all they did was sit there and just kept chopping wood day in day out until they got there they just kept doing it even though it's boring kind of sucks sometimes just keep chopping the wood and you'll get there
0: I like that I like that a lot because I think what tends to happen is that just like you said, you know, people tend to get this idea once they want to become an entrepreneur like like yeah, like I'm about to be my own boss. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. <laughs> I got it all figured out and it's like it's like yo, like this is it's difficult, you know, like it's yeah. not easy at all. And what tends to happen as well is that people they see the results they see your business is doing well they see you're you're helping clients mm-hmm. but they they never see like how much of a struggle it was for you to get to that point they never see like how much you had to grind to to yeah. figure it out because essentially that's what you had to do you know you 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 had to like you said just keep chopping that wood just keep on trying until you figure it out right. and that kind of that kind of leads me to a, another question that I have for you so for, for myself right now, I'm in, I'm in PT school and I'm, I'm graduate, I'll be graduating December 2021. So I still have plenty of time, right? Mm-hmm. And for me, one of the things that me and Paul talked about, I told him, I said, one thing that I noticed at my school is that there is nobody, and I mean literally like Jordan, nobody out of all the knowledge that we learned People that are that are higher up in terms of cohorts and terms for me.
1: Right.
0: They no one is putting out information like no one's doing any videos, no technique videos, nothing like that. And so just like you said, I was like, I'm going to do it first. Yeah. And uh, I started doing that now about a month ago and I do like a video every week. And it's just so interesting to see from a marketing standpoint because I've been doing it on Instagram, and it's just been so interesting, like to see just like the the impressions, you know, and just like the reach from my posts because I've been using the hashtags and everything like that as well. Even down to the point where there are people from my school that are out on internships that now they're following me, and it's like I've never talked to you a day in my life (laughs) on campus, but. You know, and and so I guess my question for you is how important do you think it is to be able to brand yourself for, and and this is, this one is specifically targeted for like my students that are listening that, you know, they, they want to start a blog or or they want to post videos or whatever the case may be. How detrimental do you think? Think that is to uh, their career, or I guess I should say, really, to the brand. right If they're not on these platforms, uh, you know, trying to get their face out there and, and and just trying to put themselves in front of an audience for them to be able to grow their
1: brand. Right. It all comes down to compounding effort. Like, if you want to, like, if you want a million dollars, like, in your bank account, a couple of years now, you got it throw money in it right now and let the kind of like the interest compound if you want to plant a tree if you wish you had a tree in your front yard you should have planted it 10 years ago and you don't want to get to the point where you're in your career you're a pt you're, you know been working in a pt clinic for years you're burnt out and now you want to start a business we have no clout you're starting from scratch all this stuff takes like time it's compounding out for the same reason i'm here today is because i kept chopping the wood So the earlier you start chopping that wood, the better better off you're going to be. You guys are really smart by starting a podcast because maybe this podcast isn't the one that explodes. Maybe it's not even the second one because, but when the day comes when you kept doing repetitions and someone's like, Oh, who are these guys? And they look back and they see that you've been making content for the last three years. Like that elevates you. Your perceived value is so much like higher to other people. So When it comes to creating content, I say start doing it right now because you're going to get better at it. People are going to start to recognize you. The more you do it, the more reach that's going to get. And if you have a following because you're really good at talking about this one technique, then that increases your value to your employers because you're not just this person that's going to sit back and do the ordinary stuff. You're being extraordinary. You're going above and beyond what is expected of you. And if your goal is to eventually not just be treating patients and have your own audience and actually to have a bigger impact, then you have to start today because you better start digging a well before you need it. Mm. Wow. Mm. Start putting that content out, start growing who you are. Like for me, I've been left out of so many different investors offices left out of so many different um, clinics out of health systems because I was this little like 20 year old dude. Uh, Without a degree, not in medicine, trying to sell medical software or trying to tell them how to market themselves. I've been shut down and just dragged through the mud so many times. But now, today, hundreds of doctors and practice owners listen to what I have to say and pay me for what I have to say, not because I'm a doctor, but because I've been chopping wood for seven years straight. So if you want to have an impact, start doing it today. And no matter what other people say, do it relentlessly. And never, ever stop. All comes down to compounded effort. like Experience and compounding effort is way stronger than any degree ever will be. Uh, if you have the experience and you've proven that you've earned your stripes through failures and you kept getting up and kept showing up, that people will start to listen. And it's those failures and those hard times that are the reason people listen to you.
0: I. I... It's so funny, uh, you know, what you said, uh, you know, about just continuing to persevere through, because one, I think one of the things that I live by is just, if you're going after something, the only way, and I tell this to people all the time, the only way that you lose is if you quit. Because if you keep going, eventually you're going to figure it out but it's like if you quit you're never going to get the opportunity to know what could have been um so i think that that was very 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 important you know that 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 you said that and that we talked about that because a lot of people don't get that like as simple as it sounds i think it's very difficult to internalize because it's like once you invest so much time into something and it just seems like This is not working. The easiest thing is to just be like, well, that's it. I'll just do something else, you know, but it's, it's like, I don't know if you guys have ever, and I'm sure you have, but I love that, uh, that picture. And it's been circulating around on the internet for, for, for years. Both pictures is the minor and there's the one on the top that he's, you know, he's just, he's chiseling away, you know, he's chiseling away trying to get to the diamond and he gives up. You know, and then the other miner is just well, one of them actually there's two. So he gives up and then the other miner comes and he gets the diamond that's there. And then the other one is just one miner and he's just chiseling away at it and then he gives up and didn't realize like he was inches away from the diamond. And I think that's what happens with a, a lot of entrepreneurs is they tend to quit and they tend to give up like right before they hit that sweet spot. Right. like you just persevere through that a little bit longer. Like you'll realize like, Oh man, like it was right under my nose this
1: whole time, you know? Um, I think it's a lot of times it's, you know, everyone respects persistence. If you're able to keep pushing and go through the hard times, like you're you're going to make it the heart, the real, Problem is that why a lot of people fail is because their why is not strong enough. They're they're in it for the money or because they think saying that they're an entrepreneur is really cool. That's what a lot of times when people first get into entrepreneurship, they're posting like, "Oh yeah, grinding all day, like crap like that." I'm like, you're not gonna make it. <laughs> like, like it's not like about that. Like my my why is that I can choose to do whatever I want whenever I want, and it's been like that for like seven years, and I, I'm already as Rich is like, I want to be, cause that's what rich is to me. I right. can choose what I do with my time and I can choose who I help and how I help them. That is, that is what I want. Like when my grandpa's having a bad day, I can go hang out and grab lunch with him. My cousin he needed to move out and like an emergency situation. I was able to just be like, Hey, can't meet today. I'm going to go do this. Like that's, that's what it is for me. And that's what my why is. I need to be in control of my time. And there's nothing else in the world that I'll trade my time for. And I am incredibly selfish with my time. And if that, that something like that is what you're after, then being persistent is, is, is easy. Mm-hmm. is easy. And even willing to give up, like, I don't know if you guys heard my craft single story, but like there's yeah. months where I had to pay my rent instead of eat food. And I couldn't have gotten through that. If my reason, if my why was because I want to make more money or just be my own boss. Like there's other easy way, easier ways to get money. You know what I mean? Like that's you real. have to be after something that means something to you that is who you are. And if it's anything other than that, then you, you don't know, you probably aren't really sure who you are or what you want yet. And that's okay. Um, some people need to have a job. They need to um, do the traditional route. It's nothing wrong with the traditional route. It just wasn't for me. Uh, And some people need to do that for a while to build a foundation and I guess uh, a net netting beneath them before, you know, they realize that I got to start doing this. that's real.
2: Especially with like, first of all, you hit so many points that I wish I could put in quotes. First of all, this entrepreneurship thing is not for everybody. I think a lot of people need to understand that this is not for everybody. And we would be leading we would be blind leading the blind if we were to say that it's amazing like thirty thousand percent of the time it's not no, it sucks, you know? <laughs> it, sucks. <laughs> it sucks a lot
3: but the
2: why you know the why real like the why honestly with y'all like my why is partly because um my time is so precious to me you know Carl joked around the other day like because I guess now like when I text people or like i message people I just like hit them with like one-liners you know I don't it's just yes no boom boom whatever because it's just it's so important to me but you know for me my why just comes down to like the future I want to be able to build for like my girlfriend and like our future family one day you know and like the freedom right you know come back to like I remember the, we had a great childhood coming up but we didn't get to do the vacations. We didn't get to do the Disneyland. We didn't get to do these are the things where I'm like, every day I'm sitting here staring at the computer, like getting a sinus headache because I've been staring at a screen for so long. I, I have to remind myself, like, I'm not doing this because of money. Money's easy to make. Right. Right. But this, this, this gives us, entrepreneurship gives us more than just like the tangible funds. It, it gives right. us the freedom that we can't get anywhere else. Like, you know, we were just talking about it, if if we really think about it, right, if we really think about it, like, when you went, you know, on your vacation, we were in Jamaica, like, a lot of people don't have that, they don't have the freedom to do that, a lot of people missed out on the trip, because they couldn't get time off from work, or they couldn't get time off, so like, their destiny, and their daily living is tied to what somebody else decides, you know, whoever's calling the shots, signing their checks, and it's like, I think a lot of people tend to not understand, like, when it comes to just who you need to be as an entrepreneur and who you need to be as a person in this game, mm. it's going to require a lot of personal sacrifice. It's going to be sweet. It's going to be sweet in like a decade, right. but right now and you've been at it for almost a decade. Oh, yeah. right? And it's just not starting to like really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: it, it takes longer for some people. Some people it'll happen like that. And some yeah. people won't. Um, but I, I, strongly believe that the people that it takes longer for um, those are the people that are meant to help a lot more people like, um, cause they have the story. They, they went through the hardships, they got beaten up and they kept going because they, they took longer because the impact that they're destined to make, they weren't the person that is capable of making that impact until they've been beaten up. Oh. enough.
2: You know what I mean?
1: Don't, don't bait me into this comment. <laughs> don't keep so, me good times. <laughs> you, you need that stuff.
2: No, right? that's real right there. You know, so, it's like, imagine, imagine, oh my goodness. So for everybody listening, just imagine for a second that you have a five-year-old and you have a seven-figure company and you're about to pass on that company to the five-year-old. You're like, here is a company, a business that's netting personal profit to you of seven figures every single year. But it also includes multiple people that are working for you. This, this, and that. What good are you doing to that child and to that business if you could join the two of them together at a stage too early when that person, that child, that individual entrepreneur has not gone through the necessary challenges to get to a place where they can handle it? Because the worst thing that, to me, there's like two things that really terrified me in this world. The first is I die, go to heaven, and realize I did not meet the person who I was supposed to be. I did not, like, reach that potential. And then two is I get a blessing I'm not ready for because now that I just turns into, like, a giant
1: curse. Right? No doubt.
2: It's like, the worst thing that could happen.
1: You get a blessing too early and it'll destroy you. It'll destroy you. It'll ruin you. Right. And, and a lot of people don't realize it's, like, the thing you're chasing after, you already have it you're chasing chasing after a fleeting idea like like right now it took me a long time to realize this but um like everyone has a job because at for as a means to an end they want to be able to have money they want to have freedom so that they can just retire you know that's the idea the i in my opinion fake idea of what retirement is but um I realized that I already have what most people are going to work for the next 50 years of their life to have, because I have my freedom. I choose what I want to do. I don't make as much money, but I'm not trading 60% of my life before I have the thing that everyone's working for. Right. You know, so I'd rather have this. And even if I'm making less money for people for a time, Mm -hmm. I know that, um, eventually, eventually I'm going to figure it out (laughs) because that I got nothing but time to figure it out
2: right podcast called off the clock you're off the clock you know you you don't have to go in and clock in at 9 a.m 7 a.m you don't have to do that you could choose to do that you know what's crazy is you are i think a lot of people like want to be where you are where they could have the option to like want to go and clock in and do something like that because they know they have this security that net we're talking about like you almost create that net as an entrepreneur over time and then you one day just look back and see, oh, holy crap, I gave myself a security net because I've learned this skill, I've learned that skill. You know, I, I could almost bet, let me ask you this question. Let me not even state it. Let me ask you this question. So if like you woke up tomorrow morning and you did not have anything you have right now, right? Business gone, max gone. Like, okay, let's bring max back to it. because obviously- <laughs> <laughs> Business gone, but like you are back at day one with all the knowledge you have today, because you actually had the time to learn it. How long do you really think it'd take you to get back to where you are?
1: Not long. Not long. I was just talking about this today. Someone offered an opportunity for me to do basically what I'm doing in PT for veterinarians. And I thought about it. I'm like, I bet I could build a following and build the client base. uh, Like three, four months, get back to right where I am. I mean, in PT, I have the clout because I've been doing it for so long. But oh, I mean, over the last seven years of like, learn or die, like the number of just random nonsense things I know how to do is like, like, I think that's the most important thing that you get out of entrepreneurship, whether it's like you fail, it works, whatever, whatever the skills that you learn to achieve, whatever level of achievement you hit, it's like yeah. no one can ever take that away from you. Like, if you have a job and they set you and it's like, here's the one thing you do, just keep repeating it. That's not a repeatable skill. You can take to other businesses that have a different way of doing it. You know what I mean? Like, so even if you are working in a job, keep, like, constantly be learning. Like, there's no excuse to not be learning. Anyone that, like, needs someone to tell them when and how to learn stuff, like, you lost. You're at the whim of someone else for the rest of your life. But if you learn how to be disciplined enough to teach yourself... Like you're, that's freedom. That's your ticket to freedom right there. So join masterminds, <laughs> buy courses, keep learning. So let's make a
2: quick transition, right? Um, we're going to do a quick, like just a, a light version of like marketing strategies for like, okay. entrepreneurs. by the way, if you have never joined Jordan's group on Facebook, marketing strategies, for physical therapists, it's going to serve more than just PTs get on there join it stop playing yourself because there's so much free content that he puts out there that is insane and will help you if only you'll go learn listen and apply it um anyway so let's jump into like a quick marketing strategies Mm. um light right for health entrepreneurs so the big thing that people tend to struggle with as entrepreneurs is they're not known right Mm -hmm. you you realize that selling lemonade where you're like, if I sit here by the roadside, there's only so many vehicles that can pass by. But if I go to every single person's door and knock and say, it's hot, I have lemonade, are you thirsty? Eventually, there's bound to be a larger group of people. So when it comes to like entrepreneurship, just in healthcare in general, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's just narrow it down how can somebody get themselves like what are two or three things somebody can do as an entrepreneur to start putting themselves in a position to like kind of grow from where they are? Because a lot of people are told the how, but they don't know. I mean, they're told the what, but they don't know the how.
1: Right. Right now, I mean, the most popular one right now is doing Facebook groups. I mean, especially when when you're in uh, school, like you have so many like similar problems as other people. And if your idea to, is to one day to be a content marketer or build a business through information products, that sort of thing, uh, you got to start getting your reps in. So I would say if, if you're a student, and you don't really know what kind of online business that you want to have or what kind of following you want to build, just start by starting a Facebook group just for, like, your local, like, community at your school just to start, like, talking about, like, okay, you know, if you're studying for an exam, posting things on there that helps other people study for it. So just start practicing being the beacon of information for people because it's the the people that can relay information for other people that are the most valuable because no one wants to do their own research. So if you can become that that hub uh, for whatever yeah. it is that you're passionate about, make sure it's something you're passionate about. Got to love what you're doing. Otherwise, what the what the hell are you doing? <laughs> when you think you have something that you love, just um, start a Facebook group. It's really really easy. Um, if you want to see how I grow a Facebook group, go look at my personal profile, Jordan Mather. My um, cover photo, featured photo, everything points into my Facebook group. Every single day I go and add twenty five to thirty new people that match the people i want to serve and then i know about 15 20 percent of the people that accept my friend request end up in my group it's just it's literally just a numbers game so facebook page uh, facebook groups that's a really good way instagram is probably one of the most popular ways but it's definitely the most saturated oh, yeah. um so um if you're trying to i think of this scenario okay let's do dream One Hundred for those of you that don't know what dream 100 is, it's basically leveraging the networks and relationships of other people who are already serving the people you want to serve to get in front of all those people. So it's, it's basically like, okay, so let's say like you're here and the people you want to serve are way over here and you have to go through all of this like work to become, have enough influence to be able to serve them. The dream 100 is finding the people that are already on this side folding the paper so that it's just a huge freaking shortcut so basically how i got to where i was was by helping alex and will by helping gt by helping all of their students and to the point where everyone all of them heard my name so by the time i started talking to gt he knew who i was and so it was really easy to get in front of his audience and now i'm jordan the marketer not just jordan the freelancer or whatever. Right. Like, you got to find the people that already have attention and have authority and have trust and love um, uh, for the people that you're trying to serve and do every single thing that you can to help them. Make so much freaking noise in their world that it's impossible for them to ignore it. And it's impossible for their followers to think of you other, other, uh, for anything other than like, wow, this person is somehow involved with them. Like, who, right. who's this person? Right. You know, like, so if there's, Uh, A particular practice you want to work for, go find the Facebook page, comment on every single one of their posts, hype them up for them, help them get reach. And by the time that you go in, like they'll reach out to you uh, to work there, like help them market themselves, help boost them, help them make money, do the things that if you own that business, you would love it if someone did for you. Uh, Whether it's a practice, whether it's an influencer, um, if you want influence, I call it influence hacking. Or, you know, I'm starting this, this trying to get a movement around the word social capitalist, because uh, your social capital is the most important thing you can have in this game, because the person that has a strong relationship with someone will always be taking over the person that's better. So if you want to have influence online, find the people that already have it, start doing all the things that um, you know they need somebody to do. Uh, show up to their lives, comment on them, get them reached. Because um, if you're always there, I mean, it, let's say like GT for example, he gets yeah. over two thousand people watching every single one of his videos. If you are commenting on every single one of those videos, those are two thousand eyeballs that are seeing your name every single day.
2: That's true. Wow, uh, that's that's true. Hold on, <laughs> 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 here we go. Awesome. My mind is about to be here he is Already uh, coming, right? I already feel it like coming get so in front like, of people that's what it takes just get in front of people like disrupt their world just be everywhere almost like I, I don't know if one last time y'all been in chicago recently but like so if you're driving like down the 294 like going to like yeah. oh here in chicago right mm-hmm. there's a series of billboards right with this one guy from the bears but it's a hair like, yep. it's like yeah yeah uh Lacker. hair lacquer hair lacquer <laughs> six to eight billboards literally just one after the other Mm -hmm. after the other and i'm almost like thinking that these people are stocking like if you look at the billboard you'll get an ad on your phone right but it's almost like it just at some point like as you're driving because there's hundreds of other ads on that road right but at this point every time i come through i'm looking at billboards i'm looking for i don't have hair loss but i'm looking for these things I'm like, yo, where is it at? Like, where to doing, like, I know, I know, but every, every time, because it's just there and it's just like constant. like in the midst of all these ads, all these eyeballs. Right. So I can't imagine the kind of traffic they've had to their stuff. I can't imagine the amount of people that have purchased their products because they're just there and they put themselves in front of people. And so let's talk about that because I know like when it comes to putting yourself in front of people, there's so many different avenues. Mm -hmm that uh one could do like a podcast i mean
1: right we get on here and we we
2: chat right or somebody could do like facebook live or somebody could do like a radio show so what would you suggest right so for the the Mm -hmm. emerging i'm not going to call them a rookie for the emerging um healthcare entrepreneur Mm -hmm. what could they do and like wrap it up with this one what can they start doing to put themselves in front of people so they get more eyeballs just besides like where other people are, like what can I do to get me out there?
1: Podcasts. I mean, podcasts what you guys are doing is the best way Uh, because one, when it comes to getting eyeballs and like building relationships with the people that already have them, Podcasts are the easiest way because no one says no to being on a podcast because being asked to be on a podcast, all it is is like, hey, can I stroke your ego for 30 minutes and publicize it? (laughs) Everyone says yes, everybody, (laughs) because no one ever gets to talk about themselves. And it doesn't matter how big your audience is. If you reach out to someone and say, hey, I started this podcast for entrepreneurs and I recently saw this blog article that you just posted. I loved it. My listeners would love to hear what you have to say. Would you like to come on my podcast for 15 minutes? Everyone says yes. They never ask you how big is your audience? Any no. of that. Like no, no, no. everyone will always say yes. So um, uh, a good way to do it is if you do start a podcast, doesn't matter what the topic is. Just start a podcast. You can always change just like you guys did. You did it right. Just get freaking started. Um, and then um, start reaching out to uh, not the high A-listers, right? Uh, those people are hard to get a hold of. You want to find those C-level people that are just starting out because they're the people that need eyeballs the most.
3: Mm-hmm. ask them mm-hmm. to
1: be on your podcast, especially if they have a podcast, because at the end of that, uh, they're always, um, they almost always mm-hmm. they ask, like, oh, they thank you for being on the podcast. And then right. you have to ask, so what can we do to help promote each other? Or like, what can I do to help you even more? And almost right. always they'll ask, like, Hey, I'd love to have you on my podcast. Right now. They're already established. They already have listeners. Now you're on their podcast. They end mm-hmm. up coming over to your podcast. So, um, start something start putting content out into the world because your outflow equals your inflow if you're not putting anything out there of course you're not going to get anything back um podcast find the people that already have the people you want to serve ask them to be on there then always 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 ask um what can i what can we do to help each other then just shut up and let them talk because they'll always have a way for you to grow
0: wow that was beautiful
1: (laughs) No,
0: man, this 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 episode is going to help a lot of people out, Uh, especially because I think marketing is marketing is is like the it's the elephant in the room, you know, and it's like we we don't like to talk about it. We try to shake. We try to shy away from it, you know, and we hate talking about marketing and sales, Uh, but those are the things that help you thrive as an entrepreneur. You know, and so it's essential for you to, even if you're not an expert, you know, it's essential for you to start practicing those skills because with practice, uh, you're going to get better. And as you get better, you know, just like you did, you keep chopping that wood and eventually, you know, you'll figure it out. Oh, so, man, Jordan, thank you so much, man. This episode was pure fire. Again, sure. we know you're busy. We know, you know, you have... Also, those. we're not going to act like Jordan's not one of
2: those A-listers. You know how I talked about... <laughs> life, Shut right? up, dude. Right. That oh, yeah. <laughs> in there like... like
1: Whoa. <laughs> we got the top. <laughs> we got the top the Not yet. Not yet. In here, maybe. <laughs> it
0: really was a pleasure, man. Like, thank you, you know, for taking the time out, you know, to, to, to drop these gems. I mean... Hell, I got a lot of stuff to take away just for 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 myself, you know, and also for us for the podcast, you know, and even like when you were talking about you know going on to somewhere you wanna you wanna work for like their their social media and commenting and like, bro, that's it. it like that i that thought never even crossed my mind. <laughs> and it's like oh, like that's so easy to do, you know. Right. Um. So just thanks so much, man. We really appreciate you please let the people know, you know, where they can, can reach out to you if they want to reach out to you, any social media, websites, anything like that, go for it. Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, uh, the best place uh, to get a hold of me is definitely through Facebook Uh, being a Facebook advertiser. That's where I spend 99% of my time. I also do have the free Facebook group marketing strategies for physical therapists. Um, But if you're looking for content that's not just related to physical therapy, Will Boyd and I, um, uh, if you don't know who Will Boyd is, he runs another group, Healthcare Digital Marketing. Uh, him and I started a podcast, uh, the Clinical Marketer Podcast. Uh, we just started it. You can go subscribe to us on YouTube. should be up on iTunes and Spotify if it isn't already in the next couple of days. But that, uh, we're dropping some serious heat, have some, some serious A-listers coming on and jumping on that show. So uh, that those are the two uh, primary ways uh, that you can come check out our content and get a hold of me.
2: With that... We will see y'all on the next episode. Y'all keep it real. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace.
3: Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of off the clock. This episode was brought to you by the accepted system. The accepted system is a program that helps pre-physical therapy students get into physical therapy school without wasting time or money. This episode was also brought to you by physio memes. Physio memes helps PT businesses to increase their referrals through word of mouth marketing by growing their brand with an online store, PhysioMemes. This episode was also brought to you by the Acceptance Navigator series. Most pre-PT students go on to spend hundreds of dollars applying to multiple DPT programs, with the majority of them having less than 40% confidence that they will actually get accepted that cycle. You have been taught that regardless of all the work you put into applying, you really don't have much control over your acceptance into PT school. The truth is, you actually do. Let the Acceptance Navigator series show you how. You can find them at WWW. AcceptanceNavigator.com. When you go on there, make sure to let them know that Paul and Carl sent you over to jumpstart your acceptance into physical therapy school. Thank you for listening and keep tuning in.